Yeah, yeah, we do. It's, it's cozy. Yeah. Not too bright. Just yeah. right. Yeah, with, man. with the cobwebs in the corner. That's getting bad. That's. I feel like that's that's standard, <sighs> standard man cave. I think it's haunted house. That's what we'll do. We'll, we'll we'll keep it going. That way, when October comes <laughs> around, we'll turn this into a mini, uh, mini Halloween obstacle course, haunted house obstacle course. I think there's a market there, man. It's gotta be right. I think. Well, I, I mean, if we made Santa photos work, I, well, apps. I mean, Jesus, we can make anything work, right? Yeah. <laughs> we tend to be good at these these things. Just um, set up a little canopy <sighs> thing. No, I actually I gave it some thought because I think you had mentioned it. This Halloween, like the week of, though. And there's no way, even if you mentioned the month of it, we wouldn't have done anything. But it's got me thinking about, like, well, if we did that, you know, what would that look like? And to deck this place out, because we talked about it. We said we'd, we'd hang sheets to be the hallways. Yeah. And you just have spooky-ass music everywhere. So you couldn't hear what was ha- happening on the other side of the sheets. And then we would just maze them around. A little fog machine. And you could basically just run it every night after class for, like, four hours. Like, run yeah. it from, like, 8 to 12. Oh, my and just charge twenty bucks a head. Yeah, and that's, then that's, I think that's cheaper than what they run now. It probably is. I think I think that's one of the reasons why I don't go. And we got ten thousand square feet, and so we could maze them around a lot. <laughs> yeah, and we already got stuff we could use. But Fake I mean, hands here and there. Yeah, plastic and, bones. And we have we have a lot of dramatic people. They could mm-hmm. be the actors. Yeah, that's true. You know, and so hey, help us out. We'll give you something. I think. Uh, I think it's something. It's been it's been crossing my mind on like basically doing what we did for Santa photos yeah. for, for each season, like doing like an overlay for each season of the year, um, to, and like small deck, not big time, not like to have snow falling from the ceiling. What's, in the what's, what's happening this? Well, I guess Santa photo would count as this season's right. Uh, yeah, because we're still in winter here in Texas. We forget that winter is actually like February, like January, February, almost March. Yeah. Because here it's like springtime by February sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes by January, and so technically we're still in winter. Yeah, but it's not the Christmas season. Christmas is almost like into fall. The only holiday I could think of are Easter and Valentine's Day, and Christmas and Thanksgiving. Well, I mean, for like I'm talking about the quarter, oh, first quarter of 2019. I gotcha. Yeah, and we're not gonna do val- a Valentine's Day overlay. That'd be yeah, a little bit weird. That'd be weird. And then Easter is kind of weird too. We'll have a secret Valentine. <laughs> Stop. Secret admirer. That's that'd that, be weird. I get stalkery real fast. Real fast. Real fast. You have one person get all the cards. Whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> that person feel real awkward. Imagine that. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Ah. They had crack rocks today. Thank you. It's a real downer if they don't. Was it you that told me that you went and they didn't have crack rocks? No, you went oh, and okay. had crack rocks. You brought me a, a iced coffee without a crack rock, and I mm-hmm. almost refused it. <laughs> I almost was like, well, I don't want it then. Yeah, yeah. Get that sweet flavor. Get that succulent crack rock. It's not succulent. It's not even. Yeah, I'm not sure how you use succulent other than succulent as, strawberries as a plant. Um, succulent mangoes. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, listeners. We uh and viewers. We do not have a plan today, so get excited because that tends to be our worst work is when we don't have a plan. Twenty nineteen resolution: have a plan for the podcast. Yeah, and but I will say this: I think we we did develop a plan based on last episode. I think mm-hmm. having a guest, 
especially guests that we know really well, like an Adriana. Yeah. And there's and there's many of our athletes and many of our our friends that could fill in that role. Mm-hmm. I think that was a great. Yeah. There's a lot of insight. Yeah, I mean, one, especially with Wagner, because they can give different insight on us. You know, we've pretty much already reflected upon each other in the first 35 episodes, and so we need other people to now kind of shine light into different areas of our personality. Um, but uh, it's okay. Next week is going to be different no matter what because Joel here is going on vacation. Oh my! So Joel, your your Las Vegas trip is already. And, and just so everyone knows, I was I was telling Joel this week. I was like, all right, so next week you're gone, and like he had no idea. He had yeah. no idea that it already arrived. So Joel will be gone. He's already going by too next fast. week. He'll be he'll be gone for what five days? Four days. Four days. Four days. Eleven through fifteen. So eleven through six. So have a that's five days, bro. Because you got to count the day. No, yeah, you're right. So five days. We won't see you for five. We'll say that. We won't see yeah. you for five days. I'll be missing for You'll five be days. You'll be, like, leaving the 11th and coming back the 15th. But, yes. Um, you're going to Las Vegas. Why, why are you going to Las Vegas, Joel? Uh, one of my good buddies' bachelor party. I'm one of the groomsmen, and he'll be getting married uh, in February, February 23rd, the weekend of February 23rd. Have us fall on my weekends off. The whole first the first two months is just all in order, all, align, all in alignment. But uh, my friend uh, basically met him. With my first ever job, for those that don't know, my first ever job was dancing for events like quinceañeras and sweet sixteens. On occasion, an 18th birthday bash, which was kind of funny. Yes, ladies uh, and gentlemen, that means Joel was paid to be a dancer. Was That's paid exciting. To dance. Fun facts. That'll be in Black Wolf trivia in the future. Could look at it that way. Paid to dance. Paid to shake my tail feather. There you. Okay. There you were. were t- you were, were too young to do that. Oh no, then. there were times. That's fine. I'm sure you did it. We can't refer to it there as that times. because you were like 15. I was like. No, no, I think I started when I was 16. 16, 17. Still illegal to look at a 16-year-old boy's ass. Yeah, yeah, I was shaking it like there was no tomorrow. Got to earn that money. (laughs) All right, move on. Moving on. Do you know anything that's taking place in Vegas? Any any of the Uh, planning, any of the... uh, We'll just be going to just various various clubs and whatnot, just basic Vegas bachelor outing of sorts. So So, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Any intention to gamble? Uh, I might play back blackjack. Last time I went, I played that, and I was I was pretty good at that. It was fun. It's fun to Do play. Do you have money set aside specifically, like a gambling account, so that if you lose it, you know you're done? Or yes, I do. Good. I do. Nice. Well I done. Do. Well, well done. I'm taking only just some cash for that and other things, and then leaving the rest in my car just in case of emergency. There you go. There so you go. So far, it's, so far, it's set up pretty well. Where y'all stand? You know. Damn it! I keep forgetting. That's fine. I but, but we already we already have that place set out. We actually have two rooms, uh, two suites. We got to hook up with the buddy. Nice. So we're set up pretty well. Our plane tickets already paid for. We just got to go there and just have a good old time. So there you go, man. That's it. That'll be fun. What do you plan on doing that weekend while I'm going? Working. Working. Okay. Just about right. It is you and I. Working, working, working. You and I, Amanda on occasion. Amanda on Sundays. Well, she won't be here that Sunday. Oh, gee, Willikers. No, it's fine. That's not a big deal. That's her uh, one of her volleyball weekends. Okay, that makes sense. And then you get back, and it's a volleyball weekend again. So okay, it's it works out. It's kind of it's nice, as you said in the spring, that the weekend schedule is kind of falling into place, mm-hmm. and the weekend she's gone tend to be back to back. I don't think that's always. I think in March it might be separated by a week. It gets a little weird there, mm-hmm. but um, it it plays out. 
it plays out pretty well. But that means since Joel will be gone next week on Friday for the podcast, my my um, intent right now is to sit down with a special guest. Um, and her name is Miranda, and she'll be visiting us from Wisconsin. And she is a, a level two coach from Kenosha, and uh, she is potentially moving down here. So she'll be visiting Black Wolf from uh, Wednesday morning of next week through Saturday morning. And so and that's ahead of schedule, right? She'll be sitting down with me. Had a schedule in terms of what was on uh, when she was originally supposed. She, to. No, she was actually supposed originally intended to come this Sunday. Oh, okay, okay. Because I, I, I was trying to get her here before you left, okay, so that we could all spend time together. That's right. That's what it was. And then she had to shift because flights were a little bit difficult. Um, oh, but she'll be here, and it, and it all works out because y'all. I my goal with her is I'm gonna spend Wednesday with her, and then she'll be here for classes. And then Thursday. Y'all are going to go grab coffee or something just so I need her to not be around me so that she can ask questions and, and oh, sweet. make sure that I'm not a douchebag or <laughs> at least be informed at how much of a douchebag I am and how it doesn't relate to certain aspects, whatever, whatever you got to <laughs> say. Um, so I'm going to set it up. And then I was I was thinking about and and I know you're gone, but maybe doing a, a quick like Friday night social. OK, like maybe Pinkerton's again. Keep it simple just mm-hmm. to maybe get the athletes around her. Yeah. Um, so for those listening, it might be the first you hear of Friday night social. I'm not guaranteeing it just yet. I will let you know once I talk to her, cause I don't want to put her, she'll be trapped flying out Saturday morning. And so she'll have to get up pretty early. Um, I think I'll have, I have to drop her off the airport at six. So, um, in the morning, in the morning. So, oh my. Oh, I'd be fine, man. Cause I'll be up for class. So yeah. <laughs> technically, not, you know, you, I, you say that and I'm like, man, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I'm usually up at four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, early's not early anymore. I mean, that being said, although I do get wild when people tell me how early they wake up, I'm like, wow, and then it's like, oh wait, but I wake up earlier. Well, yeah, but I think that's that's respectful. But that's and, their early and, and early. I, exactly, and I think that's so good of you to recognize because I think there's a lot of people. Man, there are people that if they if they woke up at four o'clock once in their life, they'll never let you forget about it. <laughs> like if they woke up at four, if they made it to the five a.m. class one time, and you're like, man, I wake up every day at six, they'd be like, well, I woke up at four once, and you're like. <laughs> okay so like for us who wake up happen. nearly every day at four we'd be real big douchebags if people because like and this is great new year new me stuff that we're going to talk about one of the things is habit change and one of the things is people want to wake up like consistently on time and all this stuff and and so if you struggle to wake up at 7 a.m it'd be a real shitty move of me to be like oh that'd be nice 7 a.m be sleeping in for me <laughs> that's real discouraging man yeah. you know what i do like to sleep till seven but I also like to sleep till like 9 a.m. So like mm-hmm. 7 a.m. can still be early. Yep. I don't wake up at 7 to go, oh, I slept in today. Yep. It's still morning. Mm-hmm. Like, So what what purpose does it serve us to be douchebags about it and be like, I wake up at 4, 7 is nothing. Like, live your own life. Yep. So yep. I'm glad you don't you don't time shame people. No, no, not at all. I have to be careful because like, I'll be like, I wake up, my alarm goes off at 4.05. <laughs> well, it's like, all right, bro, what time to get out of bed? <laughs> so right. I no longer, if someone talks about snooze, I no longer will give them hell because I'm like, okay, I utilize the snooze button oh, yeah. quite often. I have six alarms. How many do you go through? Average. So no, on, a, so, on a normal so, morning. On, so it's the 4 a.m. There's the 4 a.m. alarm. Yeah. That's the, hey, it's, almost, it's time to get up. 
and that's when I don't get up on. Then there's the 405 one. That's when I'm up on. That's where I'm moving around, yep. going, to, going to the kitchen, drink some water and whatnot. Is your morning better if you do get up on the first alarm, do you think? Like, do you have any opinions on that? Uh, if I were to get up at four, five minutes does make a do huge you ever? difference. Like, Sometimes I do. That okay. makes a difference. It makes a big and difference. And you feel a difference? Okay. Like, that five minutes will go a long way. Yeah, I agree. It makes all the difference. I agree. Like, this morning would have made a difference because I didn't know where the hell my keys were. Well, that's true. But that's such a, a strange thing. Yeah. I, I agree with five minutes because it's it's such a downer to look at the clock in the morning and realize you're behind. Yeah, yeah. So say you get up at 4.05, and that's great. What time do you have to leave if you're coming so to 5? So I'm, I'm leaving at 4.30. Like I have, so that's, I have a 4.25 alarm and a 4.30 alarm. The 4.25 is the turn on the car alarm. Yeah. That way I could get in and leave when the 4.30 one's gone. Yeah, so... There's nothing worse than, like, that's a great example. You wake up at, like, the alarm goes up 4, don't get up. You do get out of bed at 4 or 5. So you have that 20 minutes there. But then, like, you're a step behind, and the alarm to turn on the car goes off, and you realize you're not ready for it because you didn't have that extra minute. Yeah, so when 425 went off, and I was like, my keys aren't where they're usually And that puts you, and now suddenly, and that potentially, not everybody, but that that can really set you up to mentally get into your head about, now I'm behind, now I'm behind, now I'm behind. I got really mad, and I was like, man, why am I this mad? Yeah. I got got really angry. I I mean, assuming that you're confident you did not move your keys, then it it makes sense that you're mad, because it means someone else unnecessarily messed with you. True. Well, I mean, the last place I remember seeing them, they shouldn't have been there. Yeah. So when I went to go look there, I was like, well, they were here. Damn it, someone moved them. Two, this is my fault. I shouldn't get mad because they shouldn't have been there, here. There you go. That so, that guilt on top. Yeah. You're angry, and then you're angry about being angry because yeah. you realize that it's your fault. Yeah. If I, if get, I get mad at something, I have, to, I have to ask myself, is it my fault? And if it's my fault, then I'm like, well, shit, I shouldn't be mad. Yeah. That's that's pretty well thought out. Pretty well thought out. Um oh, Awesome. Didn't mention I have a 14 and a 415 in case 4 or 405 don't work. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think I do. I mean, well, there's a lot of paranoia with mm-hmm. oh, with yeah. like coaching early, and look, I've slept through classes. Um, I think I've slept through three classes, three mornings before, like over the eight years, um, and so I'd say that's pretty good average. But it's there's because there's no what there's there's no coming back. Like if you doze off and there's not another alarm, if you shut your eyes again, there's not another alarm. It's dangerous. There's that's a dangerous game. Shutting your eyes without another alarm. Yeah. Because it's not you. Shut up. You don't have control. Shut up. I know what I. Shut up. Mm -mm. If you slept an hour less than normal, if you worked out a little bit harder, your body just needs a little bit. Your body will be like, oh, and it's cold outside and you're warm in your bed. You shut those eyes. You wake up. It's 10 a.m. Not only did you miss the time to leave, you slept through all three classes. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, I remember one time. It was when we had to let one of our coaches go. I I I was I'm I was living here and I it was open gym and and it wasn't my responsibility wasn't mine. Oh, I remember that. But I hap and I normally like Vital Kitchen at that time didn't they would only they would come early and so they needed me to wake up at eight thirty to open the doors. Mm-hmm. And I had set it up to where she had a key because I knew I was gonna be up late the night before. So I had it all squared away. But I never slept till ten. I never slept till 10. That well, that day. particular day, I woke up at noon. <laughs> and I immediately felt something was wrong. And I was like, whether well, it was the noise or not being woken t- up t- by the noise. T- the lack of noise. And I walked out there and it was dead. I was like, that's weird. They shut so early. <laughs> well, I had slept all the way through the, ten- the two-hour open gym as well as the 10.30 a.m. class. And it turned out the coach had not shown up. And I had missed my chance. 
And I guess my athletes, I mean, our athletes are so nice. Because you know what they could have done? They could have come and banged on these windows, banged <laughs> on the, my wall, yeah. and I would have woken up. But, like, my point is, like, I didn't mean to sleep that late. Like, I just shut my, I think I woke up around 9.30 and was like, I'll just close my eyes real quick. That is a weird one. Like, you get a full, like, you get your full rest, and you're like, you know what? I could just shut them for another 30 minutes. And then it's two hours later, you're like, whoa. Well, I think that we forget, and this is a, a good New Year, New You tip. Sleep ha- doesn't have to do just with, like, the day's energy that day. Mm-hmm. Like, I slept, past two nights, I've slept pretty well. So I feel yeah. I feel pretty good. But, like, for me to say, oh, I'm all caught up, bro, I have eight years of not sleeping. Like, yeah. we're time. both at deficits just from our time here. Mm-hmm. Two years, three years. Like, we have so long of not sleeping well, not sleeping enough that <laughs> if you sleep. If, if, if we went to sleep at the time we were supposed to go to sleep, it'd be, like, 7.30, We would still be working. Yeah. We're, we're still up here at the time we're supposed to be asleep. Yeah. Literally, we are. Yeah. Literally, we are. You need a minimum of seven hours of sleep. And a majority of people are doing four, three. Yeah. I mean, in a perfect world, we're able to be asleep by nine, which means we'd have to be in bed by 830. Mm-hmm. It's possible. It's possible. If you, For you, it's harder. If you sprinted home, if you quit running your 7 p.m. fitness class so late and you... <laughs> sprinted home and but sprinted in a calm fashion where your heart rate yeah. didn't get elevated yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you didn't have any adrenaline yeah you didn't listen to anything stimulating you just you lulled yourself to sleep along the sprint home mm-hmm. you you and honestly the trick is you'd have to eat before you would yeah. have to like eat during class mm-hmm. because dinner is what throws everything off because yeah. you'd have to get home get straight in the shower mm-hmm. and then pretty much be moving towards bed you wouldn't have a single moment to be like hang out yeah, no, it'll just be home and sleep. And the problem is when you come off of four hours of interacting with so many people, you need time mm-hmm. to decompress. It's, you got to process the conversations. You got to process the interactions. So it's not feasible to yeah. even, even if you could, laying straight down, your brain's going to be so noisy. Just wired. Just you need those podcasts or that TV or whatever to like get it diffused. Yeah. It's interesting, man. It is weird. It's interesting. It's interesting. Because I do find myself doing that where I'm like, okay, let me put a podcast on. Let me let me laugh at something. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, and, and balancing. And I put up a video last night. I put up two videos last night on our YouTube channel. YouTube. And um, and I was kind of talking about that. Like, or at least a part of one of the videos was about Instagram um, memes or, or what is it like when it's not funny, when it's just a picture text text of pic- pictures of text like motivational or yeah like, yeah yeah is like what, is that motivational memes i don't know it's just memes I, I think memes are no are memes only funny i they think they should be only funny when i think meme i think of something funny like did anybody ever define meme no is meme a real like a fancy word that i'm not familiar with and that we just i remember when i first seen it i was like how do you say that meme it's a meme yeah Anyways, whatever it is when it's like, never skip a Monday. Whatever that would be. Tell me what, what that I is. I suppose that'd be a motivational meme. Is I suppose I think memes are starting to have categories now. Okay. Whatever. Motivational p- postings. Motivational content. Where it's like, never miss a Monday. Meal prep Sunday. Blah, blah, blah. I literally talk about those specific things on the video. And I talk about how we can we can get 
confused because, for example, never skip a Monday. Well, what if you can't train on Monday? Like, what if your kid has baseball and you missed your chance? Like, it's not your – like, what if it's, it's – we have so much on our plates that is our responsibility. Like, look, if you lack motivation, lack routine, lack discipline, sure, you got stuff to work on, of course. But there's also the other side where life did get too crazy that day and you just couldn't make it. That's okay, too. And we get so we feel so guilty in those moments because the internet tells us that there's no excuse. There's no excuse for not training on a Monday. Sleep there's, is for the week. Yeah, there's no excuse for not going to the gym when you're tired. Like when you're tired, it's like, oh, you're tired. Arnold wasn't was tired. He's still tra- like, cool man. Arnold was on all the drugs. Like, thanks for that not helpful like tip. So, I think that things like sleep. He's still a great person though. <laughs> oh, like I don't like. Yes, he did take all the all the drugs, but like he was a foreigner who made it in America. So I don't want to. Oh no! In terms that. of uh uh uh, came so, so. from nothing, uh, Austrian military, um, knew that he needed to find a way out, and then made that happen. It's it's a fantastic. I think story. I'm gonna listen to that podcast. I really enjoyed listening to that. Yeah, he he had two parts. The first one and the second one wasn't answering questions, right? Yeah, it, it, Ferris used to do that a lot. He'd bring the great the the best guests back, and they would record themselves. Uh, answering questions from the audience, yeah. which were hit or miss, but mm-hmm. the interview is always really good. But um, yeah, I don't want, I don't think it's fair to feel guilty mm-hmm. or to be made to feel guilty when if you coach until eight o'clock and you're, and literally we're talking to people until eight. It's not like there's 15 minutes where they're not in the gym. There's people in here until, because at least every night, at least one person makes the joke of like, oh, you're kicking us out. Like, so we are, we're interacting till the very end. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what the calculation is, but there's got to be a time component for how many interactions you had and how much time that takes you to calm down from, mm-hmm. you know? And like for, and sometimes you forget one of them because the other five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, Right. And it's like, you remember when I was telling you this? I'm like, uh, oh, I do remember that. Yeah. And that's, and so if I'm then supposed to go lay down, what, what the heck, man? How do I calm down from that? It's why people go home and drink, man. It's why people go have a drink every night. Um, you know, that's their version of decompressing. Yeah, it it relaxes the mind and gets the mind off. It's not alcoholism. It might lead to it or might it might exacerbate alcoholism, but it's not. It's going home and drinking is the same as going home and, and meditating, going home and journaling, going home. Not the same in terms of quality, by the way. Please do not misinterpret that. But it's the same practice. It's it, or it's the same response. Mm-hmm. In terms, you're responding to the same thing, which is my day was hectic. I need to settle my brain so I can relax in bed. Um, and so, I don't know what that looks like for us. I, I know that with the energy we coach with, in the in the number of interactions we have each night, and then just the exhaustion from now being th- three or four months into doing this all by ourselves. Um, I just think we, it's a it's a catch twenty two. We need more time to ourselves after we coach. But we also have to use that time to sleep or we can't be good coaches the next day. So I don't know, man. Like, if you leave me. So tonight. say to, I know tonight's Friday. But no, that's even true. Say I was coaching in the morning. Ouch. We get done early on Friday. We're, last class is 530, so we're mm-hmm. done at 630. Mm-hmm. I will still, if you leave me here by myself, so no outside stimulation, I will still veg out. If I don't stay on top of the time, I will find myself just vegging out until midnight. Oh, wow. Just letting myself melt into the bed yeah. and kind of decompress in the week. 
even though I know I've got to wake up early next day. Yeah. Like, I just, I feel like I need that time. Mm-hmm. I want to listen to the next episode. I want to watch the next TV show, whatever yeah. it is. Because I, I feel like I, I need that time to decompress from my week. Mm-hmm. But I also can feel the need for sleep and the fact that I'm about to wake up in six hours. You know? And that's a downer because I could have been nine hours. I could have been in bed by eight. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so, like, it it's tough, man. There there are times where I was like, there are, there are multiple, there there are multiple instances where it's like, I could be better right now. There's no reason for me to be up, but I'm still up. Yep. Like, I should be asleep right now. And then to be I'm fair, not. part of that bitter pill to swallow, part of that is discipline. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for but sure. For sure. I could do? I could be in bed at 8 on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm not is because I choose not to be. Mm-hmm. Now, there might, what I'm saying is, there might be a genuine need. I think it's, I think it's excitement. Because there are days where it's like I do not have to be up the next day early, but I find myself going to bed earlier than I would than on a day where I have to be up early on the next day. I don't know what it is, but that happens a lot more than not. Where it's like I'm taking for- that. Is that rebellion against demands? I don't know. It's you're such like, a oh, weird you're gonna make thing. me wake up at four. Well, I'm gonna stay up till midnight. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're not gonna make me wake up. I'm gonna go to bed at nine. Go to bed. Get all the rest. <laughs> Get all the rest well, I need. Actually, no. You're onto something. I think what we tell ourselves is like, well, shit. I'm only gonna sleep six hours. So what's the difference with that than five? I, yeah. But then you're like, hey, I could get nine hours. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't have to wake up tomorrow, so why not lay it down? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that happens to me. It doesn't happen to me with six and five. It happens to me with anything l- less than five. Mm. I see. Four is the same as three. Three is the same as two. Two is the same as one. No. Like if I'm getting less than five hours, I might stay up all night because I'm just like can't do that much good. Mm-hmm. So it's terrible thinking though. <laughs> Every minute counts. Yeah, yeah. But. An hour goes an hour goes a long way. Absolutely. Thirty minutes does too. Absolutely. Well, think about the difference between five and six. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, if you tell, if I go, how'd you sleep last night? You go, I got six hours. And the next day you say, how'd you sleep last night? And you say, I got five hours. You would have two different demeanors, as you said. Mm-hmm. Six hours, you'd be fairly confident. I got six. Yeah. Like, I got six, man. And if you said five, you'd be like, I got five. That's only an hour difference. Mm-hmm. You know, so an hour does make a, a huge difference. It what doesn't make a difference, by the way? And this is what we all we all know to be true, but we refuse to remember it in the moment. The five to ten minutes that you snooze on. Oh yeah. Like it is it's Just so much more problematic more than minutes. it is a solution. Yes. You know? You're like, I'm gonna sleep ten more minutes. I could totally do it. but then you rush and you mm-hmm. didn't actually you don't bounce up ten minutes later and go, I feel better. No. You're still just as begrudgingly like yeah. now you're rushing. Yeah. So now you're stressed out. You're anxious yeah. and you're unrested. And then so. you're like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And you're like, oh, wait, okay, I got a little bit of time, but damn it, my heart's going really hard right now. It hurts. Yeah. Huh. Oh, man. Okay. Get your rest. <sighs> Set multiple alarms. So this week, um, this is the week of the first. So the first was on Tuesday. We had the the 1,000 step-ups for time uh, honoring Chad Wilkinson, the U.S. Navy SEAL 22 it years service committed suicide. And um, he – he was a close friend of Dave Castro. And so you've probably seen across the internet, a lot of CrossFit athletes taking on a thousand step ups for time. And our athletes did it as well. We had about 60 athletes come through. It was fantastic. Joe and athletes outside the gym. And yeah. And that was, by the way, a footage of Josie and Baldo doing step ups in the park. I think we should try to get all that together and like do a video of how amazing our people are. Um, but what Joel just brought up is something that, that is incredibly powerful. Like not only, that 60 people make the choice on a holiday. On Speaking a holiday. of days where you don't have to do anything. On the way up here, I was like, there's no one on the road except for me. On a holiday, 
60 people came in here and did a thousand step ups. For those that don't have any concept of uh, frame of reference, because why would you? Why would you know any idea how much time that is that not take? a sexy workout? It's an hour long. It's a, and you don't do anything but step up and step down. It's an hour of the same movement. Yeah. It's an hour. It's an hour. And you can't think of anything else. And there's and because if you think too much, you, you lose count. Yeah. And so you're trying to find like that Zen state while still mm -hmm. counting, like conscious of the counting, but not conscious of it's anything. It's not else. a sexy workout, but I enjoyed it. And like I'm, I mean, I feel pretty. I'm, I yeah. probably could have went faster, but I don't know. Oh. But I, I, it, I don't think speed's a point. It was, it was like forced meditation. I yeah. kept saying that because you could only think about one thing: the numbers. You couldn't think about anything else that was going on outside of life. Yeah. So if you had anything else going on, like shit that was bugging you, something you're stressed out about, in that workout for an hour, you did not think about it. And how often does that happen in your life where you don't think about? all the problems in your life or whatever's stressing you out or whatever issue going on, how often do you put it, put it aside mentally for an hour? That yeah. workout forced it. That's a great point, man. And 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 what you're speaking to is being present in the moment. Mm -hmm. And all um, we, we had said a few weeks ago about the mind is a phantom that's always trying to pull you to the past or pull you to the future and the things of the past are the past and you forget them. Or take the lessons from them and then forget them. Um, and the future is not yet here yet. And you have no idea what the future is. And so we can't be stressed about that. Um, and so that's a great point, Joel, because it was about staying conscious only in the moment. And as soon mm -hmm. as your mind wandered from the moment, you lost count yeah. or you lost confidence in your count. And that, mm -hmm. there was no worse feeling in that moment than mm -hmm. being like, what number am I on? For me, it was always in the 30s. <sighs> yeah, it makes sense. That absolutely makes sense. But what I liked about that workout, what I, I think a lot of people took away from it is like, no matter, like, it's kind of the, the literally the, 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 the thing that says like a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Mm-hmm. Like a thousand steps starts with one step up. Mm -hmm. You do that first step up. And you're like, okay, got it. One Two. step up, nine hundred nine nine more to go. That Just maybe, did, maybe you don't think about did it. Did not way, think about it that way. Uh, way. That would've been the worst. But like, I was, I can't remember who I was speaking to yesterday. And we were kind of reflecting on it, and it was, we were talking about how it was weird how, you know, through the first two hundred, you feel real good. You're moving fast. You're like you're moving at a good pace, yeah. and so you're kind of like, hey, all right, cool. Not and bad. you're not, you're not like this is gonna be easy. I hope you're not like this is gonna be easier. You're aware it's a thousand, but you're like, hey, I got a pretty good clip. I'm I'm moving pretty well, but then that's different than how you feel around like 600, where you're over halfway. So you're thinking that's positive, but you're looking at 400 more, 350 more. But then you get past two, like 750, I mean, and then you're like, oh shit, yeah. I might almost be done. Or what the girl I was talking to again? I'm sorry, I forget who I was talking to. They're like, or you. You look up and you're at 900. You only have 100 left, and you're like, "Oh, like literally at 101 left, you're thinking, man, I'm never gonna finish." And mm -hmm. right when you get to 99 left, you're like, "I can do 99. Yeah, like I can smoke these 99. I can bring it on home." Yeah. It was interesting, kind of seeing how your mind played tricks on you and and tried to pull you off the focus. After every hundred, I would just stop for a few seconds, take a sip of water, and then get back to it. And I was, I was saying, I was like, I wonder if this is what hiking's like. Like, that was my thought. Like, this has to be what hiking is like. Everyone always talks about how hiking is hard. And uh, every time I hear that, I'm like, I need to try hiking. I'm because not sure you're hanging out the right people if, the, if they're talking Well, about no, like, it's just exhausting. Like, it's it's work. It's okay, it's not yeah. an easy thing to just. I would say that, no, that's not what hiking is like. Because when you're hiking, you're seeing things. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, you're able to, like, be distracted by oh, no, no, the no, views no. and all that stuff. No, there's an X on the wall. In terms wall. of In terms of, like, muscle fatigue, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. But I think that you the distraction alone but I mean, it's not like you had an issue on the step-ups. No, no, no. So sure, like boring hiking. 
Hiking. It was like you were hiking down a trail with nothing to look at. Yeah, and and we you know we were talking about how no one was posting their times and yada yada yada. I kind of now like now that I did the workout, I kind of like that they didn't really post times because the workout wasn't meant to be a race. Right. Absolutely. So I mean, but, I, I bet if everyone was posting times, it was like, but, oh, I got to beat that person's one thousand step ups. But none of the hero watch are meant to be a race. They're meant to honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. So I agree with you. I wish. There were more workouts we did that weren't time related or score related. Yeah. In fact, like well, I'm popular sure. workouts, I suppose. Well, right, but like yesterday, for example, our workout here at the gym, we didn't take times. And I've talked to people before, and they're like, "Well, if you don't take times, it's hard, it's hard to be motivated to show up because it feels yeah. like I'm not doing it for any reason." And like, mm-hmm. you have the wrong reason to work out then. Yeah, like, that's not a healthy outlook. Now, now, that doesn't mean you can't enjoy working out for score. Mm-hmm. I think it is more fun to have a, a goal. Of, benchmark or mm-hmm. to know you have something accomplished by writing it you know, down. You it's funny. Like, people dread it more whenever it's a benchmark workout. Well, that's true, too. The one too. where your time does matter. We're very, like, we're, we're very complex creatures. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I want to do it for but time. I want to score. Up, I still think, and I mean, I, I agree with you, it ended up turning out great because it made other people not focus on their time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I got on all three classes, and, and they, I, I mean, who knows if someone intentionally, I'm sure miscounting happened. Mm-hmm. I think that I did a few more, and I think I did a few less at times. So I'm I, I'm hoping I kind of average out. I actually kind of have a theory I might have done a few more more. I'm confident I did a few more. Which is, but I think that's better. <laughs> yeah, no, no, like, that's that's my thought. I'd rather do more than do less. Maybe someone intentionally shorted it. Maybe someone intentionally did 700 instead of a thousand. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It doesn't matter. But I think that ga- when the games athletes get all hyped up about their times, it then passes down through the community. And this brings the bigger picture. This is why I believe they're changing the game's format is because Mm -hmm. that was happening too much. Mm -hmm. This is such a good example of the competitive side of CrossFit was affecting the community side of CrossFit. The healthy, the healthy. If Rich Froning posted he did a thousand step ups in 35 minutes, then if you do yours in an hour, which is amazing, you're going to be like, blah, 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 blah. Or you're going to be willing to cheat, or you're yeah. going to be willing to not to do some compromise yeah. your integrity. And I don't mean I mean the figure of you, because we're going to be influenced by these people. Mm-hmm. And you know what got me thinking? These games athletes, they're human too, yeah. and some of them are very, very like immature. Like not all. <laughs> There's some great. I'm, you watch them; they speak professionally. But like this is an individual sport, mm-hmm. an individual amateur sport. Mm-hmm. Like yes, it's become more professional, and now there are some actually being paid. But I mean. These people haven't come up through finishing schools. They didn't go to academies for this the way yeah. that you go play basketball in a, a fifth-year high school before you go or, or some, some like Some are like collegiate athletes like Cole Sager. He was, some of them. He, some he of played them. football. But some of them are also just douchebags that turned out to be good at lifting weights at Gold's Gym back in the late 90s, and mm-hmm. they fell into CrossFit. And my reason bringing all this up is they're not infallible. Yeah. And so and look at the steroid testing and all this stuff. Like they're not infallible. Mm-hmm. So it makes me think. I remember an interview. They did like a CrossFit retreat. Oh, who was it? It was like again, fa- team again, faster versus team rogue. And this was back when Miranda Oldroyd was before she, when she was still married to Tyson Oldroyd and she wasn't um, dating Julian and she was an individual athlete. Um, oh, the guy uh, uh, from Utah. <sighs> Who's the big dude that played football in Utah? And he owns all the gyms in Salt Lake City. Tommy Hackenbrook was still a game, an active games athlete. Oh, Hackenbrook, yeah, he's a. Um, they were doing this retreat in like Big Bear or something like that, and 
they were being they were kind of sitting around the campfire in the in the lobby and they were talking about the 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 co- college the newly graduated college football players that were kind of beginning to get into CrossFit. Mm-hmm. So these big dudes that were strong as hell. Yeah. And I remember Tommy being like and and I'm sure he's a great guy, but like this was like you could you could see his ego was like offended. Yeah. And cuz he goes like, "Well, what are their Cindy times? Or what are their Cindy scores?" <laughs> And like someone was like, "Oh, they're still getting thirty plus, like like all of us." Yeah. And that I I remember that because at the time I was like, "My God." Yeah. Two hundred fifty pounds getting thirty plus rounds of Cindy. That's nuts. What does that look like? Mine's my, most I've done is twenty six. What does that look like? But then this brings me to my point. That's nuts. This brings me to my point. You know how here I was like, "All right, grab grab poker chips." Mm-hmm. What do you think you just dropped? I have no idea, but I'm going to go take a peek. Like, what do you think? That, what makes that noise? The poles that hold up the more plate. and more of an adventure every every day with him. Joel's going to go investigate a noise from, from outside. Um, but it got me thinking because I reflect back on it. I remember that. I, I remember because I thought at the time it was one of the first, like CrossFit used to do old school YouTube videos, kind of grainy footage. You could find all the videos on main site, CrossFit.com. And at the time I took him for the word and I was like, man, 30 plus rounds. But now I'm looking back, and we had all. I told all my classes, you have to have a system of counting. If you don't have a system for counting, I'm not going to write your score down because you're not going to tell me you're going to keep track of a thousand step ups. So There's no world where you're going to keep track of a thousand step ups. I still think we had two or three people not use poker chips. Really? I relied on those chips heavily. And so, because there's no world, there's no. But here's the deal. My question. Do you think games athletes were marking their scores for 30-plus rounds? Mm, My question. question is, when you look at their games profile, and mm-hmm. it says 230 Fran, or and I think Fran is an easy one to measure because yeah. people can count your reps. Yeah. But something like Cindy, where nobody's going to keep track of your shit. Yeah, they'd get bored. How many? Because, I mean, uh, that's What's the years? percentage of cheaters? Well, intentional or unintentional? Oh, it's got to be out there. Because I lose count all the time. I'm like, fuck, right. I got to go back and do more. Um, and these dudes are moving so fast. Mm-hmm. So, Quick. I mean, think about how fast you move. 26 rounds, 27 rounds? 26. 26 rounds. 26 rounds is not stopping. Like, 26 rounds is pretty I'm much just, not stopping. Just going. Pretty much not stopping. Mm-hmm. So you're definitely not taking inventory of, like, where I'm at. Yeah. You're pretty much hoping you're going to remember. My stopping was just moving a chip move it back over. to it. And eventually, if you get fast enough at it, you're not going to have time to even do that. You're going to want to be able to get right up to the bar, right down yeah. to the push-up, right down to the squats. I try not to take a workout that seriously. But that's the thing. They do. You know? And so – and then we get – it gets passed down to us regular people, and we get told score over everything. Mm-hmm. So I really think that's, that's why the move away from the games mentality is such a beneficial move for the community. Because we can do things like say, hey, we're doing a 1,000 step-ups to honor Chad Wilkinson, and it's not about your time. Mm-hmm. Yes, you need to push yourself. But you're pushing yourself not to get a faster time, but to see what you're capable of. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. Nobody gives a shit about your score. Yeah. Nobody's going to ever ask you, hey, what would you get on Chad Wilkinson outside of this <laughs> month when we're still talking about it. Yeah. But as soon as it dies down, nobody's going to hey, what's your 1,000 step-up time? <laughs> hey, bro, what's your 1,000 step-up time? What's your Chad time? Jesus. Not what we do. No. So I just I think we get we sometimes get distracted and I think that's a good reason. That's you were on to it about why it's good that they weren't posting. Although yeah. I believe they didn't post because they are competitive yeah, they and they didn't want to be like, Oh shit, I was supposed to do in thirty five, not forty five. Yeah. You know? 
I got to do it again now because they would they have a problem. Mm-hmm. The reason they're so good at cross the the reason they're games athletes is because they're broken. Like they're mentally they're it, obsessed. They are wired so different than us. Yeah. And but I think you have to be if you want to be great at something. You got to be. You have to have madness. Yeah. You have to have madness. If you, anybody you read into that did something great in some field is mad. Yeah. Like they have some some level of crazy. Doc, didn't they say uh, Einstein was a little a little a little cuckoo? Cuckoo. But he was fucking Straight the, up he was a genius. Straight up cuckoo. All of them are cuckoo. Yeah. You have to be obsessed. Embrace the madness, kids. Embrace it, yes. Embrace it. You can't just passively be good at something. And that's kind of what perplexes me. Okay. If you're trying to live your best life, you're told to find balance, find mm-hmm. structure, find routine, never feel spread thin, mm-hmm. make sure that you're spending time with family, but having enough time for yourself. Make sure your work has meaning, but not obsession. Make sure that you have casual relationships. Make sure you have genuine relationships. Make sure you have hobbies. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be great, you can't have those things. No. If you're going to be great, you have to be all in on one thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the conundrum we face. I think most of us are not meant to be great. I agree. And I think we need to accept that because then we can work more more intentionally into living our best life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we get pulled into these obsessions that we're yeah. not even that effective in. Yeah. We're not even that great in. We just become obsessed or, or focused on them. But then we're torn because that's not where we're intended to be. Yeah. And so, and I think training is a great example. Are you mad enough to be a games athlete? No. Then you probably don't need to train three hours a day. Yeah. You know, like maybe you need to find a better balance of training. Mm-hmm. Maybe hopping into class is better for you. You know, um, if you ever, if on Instagram, I mean, and a lot of our athletes don't do this, but like start perusing, like, like all y'all like memes, start going to like specific, like CrossFit memes, like cons, uh, uh, constantly buried, constantly um, buried is funny. uh, United lifters. Um, and then a lot of the powerlifting stuff is hilarious. <laughs> and I saw one, which was like super heavies, sacrificing, wiping your ass, being able to walk <laughs> down the street. <laughs> Being able to tie your shoes to lift a little bit of weight. And then I saw another one that was like. I forget the dude's name, but he warms up with 315 for a back squat. But he can't wipe his ass. Probably can't wipe his ass. So, like, what's the trade-off there? You know? (laughs) He's one of those, like, little extendo arm things. That's What do you do? I don't want to talk about it. That's weird. Um, (laughs) That's not a minute. Another one from United Lifters was like. Let us know your thoughts. It was like giving up healthy relationships, meaningful work, and a healthy life to be not even good at the sport I love. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, what are we doing here? Where's that balance supposed to be? And then what messages are we receiving that we're, we're miss, we're misinterpreting? Like, why do you, because I think I could criticize you because you don't adhere to the program you follow to the letter. But the trade-off is that you're not obsessed with your training. Mm-hmm. You train enough to continue to get better. I hope so. But you don't train, en- but you're not following the program to be as good as you could be. I think about that a lot. But you're still obviously not doing so much that you're not an effective coach. You're still a great coach. Like, so you're not training too much at the detriment of what you do. You have so much time with your family. You're able to spend time with your like. You have good balance, at least from the outside. It appears. So you're you're consistent. You're lifting. You're just not obsessed with it to the point where, if I don't have two hours to train, I'm messing this up. Mm-hmm. You know, or, hey, I didn't get to get here at two thirty. So can I lift here in the four yeah. thirty? Like we've seen that in the coaches that have worked here. 
Yeah. And guess what? They weren't good coaches. You know? Like, or they weren't <laughs> devoting the time they needed to be coaches because yeah. they were having to devote so much time to their training. Mm-hmm. And where's that balance? Like, are you wrong for not, like, making sure you do every single element and every single percentage and every single thing? Yeah. Or are you right because you are able to do it for the most part, mm-hmm. but you have, you're able to do it in a way that fits well into this life that you're building? Mm-hmm. What would be the reward for adhering to it, like, literally point by point? No. And what would be the loss? And mm-hmm. on the opposite side, what are you benefiting from that you wouldn't be able to benefit from? You know, like, I don't know. I think it's interesting. Because to interesting. me, it seems to me like you're doing a pretty good job. Because, look. You went to local comps, and you did pretty damn good. So yeah, your right. training's obviously going well, but yeah. if you qualify, like, or maybe, are you going to qualify for Wadapalooza? Are you going to qualify for the fittest games? Like, and if you go to the fittest games again, where are you going to place? And mm-hmm. where does that matter? Like, yeah. are you failing if you're not top 10? No, I mean, no. I don't know. I mean, because you have the potential. And in this world of potential, we talk about unfulfilled potential. Well, yeah. Joel, you had the potential to be a top 10 athlete to fit his games. So if you're not, because you also have potential to be an exceptional coach. You have the yeah. potential to be an exceptional family man. You have mm-hmm. the potential to be an exceptional photographer. You have the potential to be an exceptional, like. It's too many things. Right. We don't get to do everything we have the potential to be great at. Yeah. You know? And, and I think CrossFit attracts. It's funny. I was actually talking to someone about this yesterday. I was like, there's. You should always be trying to learn, like, get better at something or learn something new, yada, yada, yada. The problem is picking one thing. You want to do all of it. And that's what will limit your your ability to, like, fulfill that potential is that you want to do all the things. You want to be great at everything, but you can't be great at everything. Like, like, like we were just talking about people who are obsessed. They're obsessed with that one thing. That's why they're great at that one thing because that's all they're focused on. If you want to do a bunch of things, which is what a majority of people want to do, you're going to be mediocre at all of it. So, um, and we've talked about this before, but I, I wasn't real clear. Uh, so N- Nicole's joined Black Wolf again as a member, and and I bring her up because she had sent me an article a while back, and it was like it's titled like "In Celebration of Mediocrity" or something like that. And what it was about was basically like why we don't have hobbies anymore. And basically it went on, and I think I've described this, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but I think it's worth repeating. You know, back in the day, you did stuff because you enjoyed it, not because you were good at it. Mm-hmm. And not everything. You did stuff because you were good at it. Like, duh. Like, people weren't different. But, like, you know, you might have painted, like, model, model airplanes, mm-hmm. but you're not an artist, so it didn't, like, look great, but you enjoyed doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, like, with your photography. Like, pretend you weren't, like, because you've taken to that pretty well, and you also have the cameras, and, and you have some pretty good gear for it. But, like... What if, let's say it was before Instagram, before people could tell you how much they liked your photos, mm-hmm. to where you were pretty much only taking them for yourself? Yeah. Would you be willing to continue to take them if you were the only one that saw them and they weren't great and they weren't worthy of anything? They were just mm-hmm. good photos for you. Yeah. Would you continue, continue to do that? Because we're not conditioned. Yeah. If you're not going to produce something that I'm going to like, then you shouldn't produce it. That's almost yeah. how we approach life now. Yeah. And that's wrong. You know, and, and like yoga, you're going to yoga. Now, you've always been mobile, so it was no question that you were going to be able to take the boat. But what if you're bad at yoga? Yeah. Would you still go? That's a good question. What if those positions were not easy? Oh, def- you know? Warrior 3 sucks. 
But like, what if you couldn't even like? What if you couldn't even discover that Warrior Three sucks because you couldn't even get close to it? Mm-hmm. Would you still go? Because yeah. it's okay to not get close to it. Yeah. What if you couldn't squat well? That's a whole different world now because you're yeah. a coach and like so you're so above that. But like, yeah. like you're so into it that the world of not squatting is crazy. But like, yeah. what would fitness be like if you didn't naturally pick up movement? Mm-hmm. Would you still participate? Yeah. You know, um, your football game on Thanksgiving. What if you weren't a good athlete? Would you still go out there? Yeah. There's, and there's men out there that are good athletes. They might not know they're not good athletes. It's true. But, like, what if you were conscious of, I'm not very good at this, yeah. but I still like to do it. I mm-hmm. enjoy running for a pass. Even though I look like a dump truck falling downhill, I yeah. still enjoy running out for a pass. Well, I think that's, well, like, I'll just say, like, that's almost me in video games. I do not play video games anymore. Okay, there you go. But I wish I did, like, at least. What if you were going to What if you were gonna get smoked, but. You know, you know what, like, there are, so, I used to play online a lot. I yeah. wasn't the greatest, but, you know, whatever, like, I had fun. Now, like, playing online, it's, I get killed every five seconds. Right. And I'm like, I'm not playing this shit anymore. <laughs> yeah. I can't kill nobody. Well, I think too that's good. Little, I think, uh, so, I think that can be a little bit different because, one, now, you're not even able to play. Yeah. Like well, if you well, die every five seconds or thirty seconds or a minute, like you're not really playing. Yeah. That's not that's kinda sucks. Like what about when when I hired you? I don't know if you remember this. When I hired you, you said you like to draw. Yeah. When was the last time you drew? I doodle every time I write in my notebook. Okay. Every time I'm, I always do a little doodle, draw little flames, draw do little you, I don't dead, I don't I don't devote as much time as I used to. Right. Is it because you're not as good as it as you are, say photography? Like time. Time okay. strength. Because that's, would, it's I think, a lot of times. I think kind of the, the creativity side is where we see it the most. Mm-hmm. There are people that like to sing. They're not great singers, but they like to sing, but they've mm-hmm. stopped singing. There are people that like to draw, like to take pictures. I have I have the itch all the time. I'm like, I, I should sit down and just draw for a little bit. But I don't. I think I think that that's something like that in celebration of mediocrity. And it's weird because I've been so like anti-mediocrity. And I, I just think that – and that still can stand – because whatever you do, do it the best you can, and that immediately means it's not mediocre. I want to buy. I want that um, that Lego, the Lego Bugatti Chiron. It's like three thousand plus pieces. It's three hundred fifty dollars. Um, so probably not getting it. But I love Legos. I love building shit. Like I have a bunch of Legos, like in a cabinet that I just keep. You know, I haven't messed with them in hopes that one day I'll start messing with them again. I love Legos. So I'm glad you said that. I've had a I've been looking for a hobby for a while, mm-hmm. for a while. Legos are so fun. Bionicle. Oh my god, I had I have some of those too. See, I was too I was too old for Bionicle. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I was I was just straight Legos and Legos are so fun. I had. I mean, I'm the same way. If you go to my parents' house, there's a uh, there's one of those big. I think there's two, but there's at least one of those gigantic storage bins filled to the top with just Legos. Mm-hmm. And I had like the wooden table. With a platform that you could build up on. Oh, nice! And and we also have a big bin of Duplo because I had Duplo before I had Legos, which is the children's version of Legos that you can't swallow as easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been thinking about Legos, like buying, like because Aunt, our clients, Amy and Ryan, yeah, yeah, they have. So I was able they have to, multiple ginormous Lego structures. I was able to house sit for them and. They just did the Death Star, didn't they? They just did the Millennium Falcon. Millenn- okay, that but one. The, yeah. So the Lego has a few different sizes. They just did the giant Millennium Falcon, <laughs> the one where you have to carry it like a giant pizza, like with forklift arms. Nice. Um, and, and they, yeah, they have all sorts of Legos around their house. 
And when I was there, it, it reminded me of how much I loved it. And I was like, what if I started buying like once a month or once every three months, like a, a big set, like a $300 mm-hmm. set, and then just worked on that. Yeah. Because I love that too. Mm-hmm. And I there's a sense of accomplishment because you're building something. Yeah. But there's the, the the mindless time. You can just be present. Like, what piece do I need? What mm-hmm. piece goes where? I think it's because now we're too caught up with trying to find value in everything we do. We don't dedicate time to stuff that will not get us, I don't know, I guess paid would be the answer. I like, agree. And But this goes back to that thing of, like, we're getting pulled in different directions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I agree that we say, well, Legos don't advance me in any area that I need to be advanced in. But neither does like a hundred percent of what I'm doing because I'm stressed out and I'm anxious and I'm spread thin mm-hmm. and I'm not doing anything productive. Yeah. You know, I'm spinning myself into it's, a rut. It's like why people don't meditate when they should. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. But if you would meditate, you'd have more time. Yeah. Because you'd be able to organize your thoughts better. You wouldn't be stressed. Your judgment wouldn't be clouded. I don't have time to sleep. But if you slept more, you'd have more quality time in life. Mm-hmm. You'd be more productive in a shorter period of time. And therefore, you'd have more time to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like everything, there's all we always talk about. It goes back to like stripping the bar. Yeah. Hey, man, I press out when I catch 135 in the snatch. Cool. Go down to 95. I don't want to. I'm gonna stay at 135. Then you will never snatch 155. Yeah. You'll literally never have the confidence to snatch 155. Mm-hmm. But if you go down to 95, go down to empty bar, you now can snatch 185. Mm-hmm. You know. But you you got there's got to be you got to force that reset. But it's counterintuitive because we feel anxious and we feel that time is short. It's so weird, man, because time is short. Yeah. But in the moment, it's not. Yesterday, I was like, oh, shit, it's 8.30. And then next thing you know, I, I said out loud to my dad, oh, shit, it's 10.30. What the hell happened? It's weird. Lifetime, time is short. In the moment, patience is rewarded. If you can weightlifting, talking about it today, early pulls, patience. Mm-hmm. How, aren't pa- don't patience and, and or, or I'm sorry, aren't patience and speed at odds? No, you can be patient while being fast. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. And so like being intentional with the time, sure, but being patient within that intent is necessary. And I think things like Legos. <laughs> weightlifting is a good example of that. Like you watch hook grip. You see them pick up that heavy ass weight and it's moving so slow, but the next thing you know, they're under that bar. It's amazing. What the hell just happened? We were showing Maddie the other day. Uh, we were sitting in their meeting and, and we showed her Lou from China. And she blinked and missed his clean. Yeah, exactly. She's like, wait, he, and I just looked, I just blinked. Like I pressed play. I said something when I pressed play. So she looked at me and immediately looked back and he was already under the bar. Mm-hmm. And she goes, what happened? And she goes, I blinked. And so we had to replay it. Oh, well, then hook grip did the slow motion. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's strange like that. If I start playing with Legos, it very well could make my other time more meaningful mm-hmm. because it's an outlet. It's a mm-hmm. meditation. And it's an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Like three things right there, you know. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I, I think, I think again, social media pulls us away. You know it's never going to be posted on social media? Do that thing you love that you're not good at. It'll ne- nobody will ever say that. It'll never say that. Mm-hmm. Nobody has ever said that in the history of social media because that doesn't get clicks. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. It's only like, follow your heart. And then I mean that. Or it's like, go make that money. Like, that's what we get rewarded for, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so, I don't know. It's pretty fascinating. Fascinating stuff. Yeah. What else do we have coming up? 
Well, this week was, I guess we got off track because we were talking about Chad Wilkinson. This week, I was really trying to say we kicked off the bingo board. Yes. The bingo board, um, if you haven't picked yours up, you need to pick yours up. We're doing Black Wolf Bingo for the month of January. And um, we talked about it last podcast. I had Adrian and Joel look it over. Mm-hmm. We got the final copy out there. Go check out blackwolfcf.com on the blog. There is a post that explains all the squares on the bingo board, what you need to do to get them signed off. Um, you do have the whole month. Uh, take your time on things like the reviews, <laughs> punctuation, grammar, capitalization, because, yes, reviews are amazing. We're so grateful. But people also are assessing us based on <laughs> how you write. So please just do your best, and we love all you, and all of them have been amazing. We're s- and it makes – and, like, it, it remember that these reviews also – they mean a lot to us because mm-hmm, it's you mm-hmm. it's you telling us what you appreciate about what we do and so we're very grateful for each and every one of them um and so but take your time like you have the whole month please don't rush um and then same thing with like like i love the the photos we've seen posted so far but some are very hasty take <laughs> your time just enjoy your life you know what you do i bet you wear your black wolf shirt outside the gym pretty much pretty often so you don't need to do it you don't have to force <laughs> The situation. <laughs> Keep it natural, folks. Yeah. Like, I was thinking it would be like you're sitting at lunch and someone who is already going to snap a photo of your lunch just happens to snap a photo of your lunch with your shirt in it. Like, I was thinking that's what it would be. And we're seeing a lot of forced photos. And y'all aren't making it look real natural. Um, uh, and so calm down. Everybody relax. You're going to get bingo. You're going to get bingo. You're going to get bingo. It's barely the 4th of yeah. January. There's Slow no, your roll. There's no award for getting it done first. Like, there's none. Okay, so like take your time. It's meant to be fun. You already do most of the things on the board. That's why it's set up that way. You already do these things. So slow down. Um, (laughs) Trying to think what else. Also, also for this account, your 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 account cannot be. We will not see it on our own if your account is a private account. But that doesn't mean you have to make it unprivate. Just show us. Yeah. If you want to keep your account private, show us the yeah. proof that you were that you tagged us in a photo. Yeah. For Juan, your friends Juan and family and to Steven see. Steven came in yesterday and told Maddie, or two days ago, and told Maddie, like, "Oh, can you sign off? We posted it." And I, like, I looked at our. Yeah. I was like, I didn't get any notifications, and then yeah. Maddie was like, "They're private." Yeah. And I have my own opinions on like, why is your account private? Like, what? Yeah. Who is stalking you? Like, yeah. I'm sorry, celebrity. <laughs> who is harassing you on Instagram that you need a private account? You gotta yeah. watch out for those stalkers, man. Like Jesus, like is your content's not that good? They'll I, find out where you work at. Unfortunately, I follow you, and I can tell you, you don't need to be private. Next right. thing you know, you have some dude running in here in a trench coat and opens it up. He's naked. Like what? And he's like, you Oh, we're we're Steven at. We should be so lucky to get that kind of attention. <laughs> so you should love someone being like liking you that much. What a compliment! What yeah. a compliment. Um, yeah, you cannot. If you want to remain private, you must show us. Yeah, absolutely. So we just, could just sign you off. Because there's no way for us to know. Yeah. No way for us to know. And but we I can think it's going pretty well. Public um, I think the main thing would be, like, if you're not in a position, like, don't force the 5 a.m. until you have a good time to come. Yeah, don't come and, like, drag an ass, like, uh, yeah, and, and, like, yeah, what? definitely have a good attitude because yeah. I, <laughs> whatever. 5 a.m. is special because they manage to have good attitudes. Don't ruin that. Um, and then like the fitness class, like Kelly and Brian doing the fitness class with you, even though there were step ups, like maybe wait for another, step, another fitness day. <laughs> like you didn't have to do it that day. And then Kelly couldn't lift today cause her calves are jacked up yeah. because she did a thousand step ups and then she did 150. Like 
Let's just let's calm everybody. Did she Sorry. also make it a one-hour AMRAP once she completed her one thousand? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so Brian did. So she did a thousand, like probably eleven hundred. Happened to look over because they stepped up for another eight minutes because they finished. The ladies finished around fifty. Her and Robin finished around fifty or fifty-two. Yeah. And I, then they just kept trucking. I had noticed Brian like shed his 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 ruck. I'm like, well, I know he's not a quitter, so he must be going. He must be doing extra work. Yeah. He looked at me. He goes, let's finish the hour. I talk about that on the video too. It was the coolest thing. The video is based. The video on YouTube that I post is basically about the importance and how I'm going to focus this year on surrounding myself with great people. Um, and he literally got done stepping up. Can you tell me what that notification says? This one? Oh wait. Oh, disc is almost full. I can see on the laptop. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that's disc fine. Disc is almost full. Close. Close. Um, Brian gets done. I think two had our like Jessica. I think maybe Kelly and Robin were done. And then Jennifer and Jay Garcia were finishing. Brian literally goes, finish the hour. And everybody that was a 5 a.m. just was like, cool, and just started up again. And I think Kelly, yeah, that's what, Kelly and Robin, I think, finished in like 42. Oh, okay. Brian finished around 47. So yeah. Kelly and Robin were done, seated, like chilling. They yeah. thought life was good. Jen Jay Garcia and Jennifer, I think, finished around 50 or 52. So after Brian. And so... As soon as Brian goes, finish the hour. All of them, like, didn't even roll an eye. Didn't even give him, like, just, yeah, sounds just, good. Just did it. I'm not saying that that was the only way to do it. Like, I finished in 62 minutes. I did not need to do another step up. It took me 65. Like, yeah, like, thousands plenty. But the, the lesson here is the power of people you surround yourself with. Those people spend every weekday morning together here at 5 a.m. Every weekday morning. That is some positive shit right there. Mm -hmm. That is some supportive, positive healthy stuff yeah. meanwhile you're surrounded by people that you have to vent on facebook daily about like change your life yeah, that'd be a, that's a good new year's resolution no more venting on social media yes but maybe get rid of the people that cause you to have to vent on social media that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think some people are just wired to share yeah if you came up in the social media actually i think people that came up without social media tend to share more probably it's like someone that didn't have alcohol until they were 18 mm. i mean 21 and then they go all <laughs> What? And then they go all in. Wait, did people have it before that? Because they were they were prevented, like they were told not to. Don't yeah. do it, don't do it, don't do it. Yeah. And then they finally have access and they can't handle it's it. It's just yeah. Whoa, this is amazing. I think that's kind of social media. Like Never you didn't do stop. it, you didn't do it, do it, and now you're like, Whoa, I can share everything I think. Yeah. But yeah, maybe we remove the people this year that cause us to have so many awful things to say. Yeah. Yeah? Maybe. Anyways, well, when in doubt, come to the 5 a.m. Because that crew supports each other, they love each other, and they push each other. And other classes do as well. But it's okay that one class is a little bit better th than others. It's okay. I mean, if you're here at 5 a.m. Well, they're the most congruent. Like, they stay – they're the most consistent. 4.30 is our second most consistent in terms of the bulk of the people know each other, have been in the same class together. But even that class, they have people that come at 8.30 now. They have people that come to 5.30 and 6.30 now. Mm -hmm. They've already begun to spread. 5 a.m. is 5 a.m. is 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. You rarely get a 5 a.m. that's like, I'll come to 4.30 now. Like, they are 5 a.m. through and through unless they have a weird day at work. It's a game changer when you, come, when you start working out that early. I, yeah, I think the benefits are pretty incredible. I remember when I started doing that. <sighs> I was like, I'm going to start doing that. Man, it was hell for the first two weeks. So I was like, it's going to get better. And out of nowhere, it was like, 5 a.m. is the way to go. Let's go. Yep. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. 
Um, it's an hour and three, so I think. Well, actually, we had that weird lead up, so it's probably about an hour right now. I'm gonna cut off that first three and a half minutes. Maybe I'll <laughs> leave it. It's kind of meandering. Um, we got anything else? Uh, we, won't, we won't hear from you for two weeks. You'll be back two in two weeks. weeks. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you're right. No CNT yeah. for you next no week. No CNT for me. Uh oh. No, it's not important. Actually, no. We were making fun of scooters last podcast. Yeah. They're pretty damn fun. Joel Joel went to Austin over this last weekend. Almost died. And he, uh, what Adriano was talking about in Denver with the electric scooters <laughs> that are all over the place. Joel, so fun. Joel got to jump on. So as we just talked about him, then Joel got to experience it, and he said that he loves them. They're fun. Which I totally knew. Like, if there were scooters in Houston, Joel would be all about that. I would be all over the that front shit. door? Yes, I did. Can you go open that yeah, front door? Yeah, open it. <laughs> Joel definitely would be a scooter whore. Loving the scooters. All over Houston. Um, all right. I think we're going to wrap up. If he's got something to contribute when it comes back in, we'll throw it in there. But um, get those bingo boards filled out. But take your time. Uh, we will be doing nutrition stuff, but we're going to wait till the end of the month. You don't have your shit together right <laughs> now. Your friends don't have their shit together. We don't do fads. We don't do trends. So I'm not going to try to capitalize on your January 1st motivation. <laughs> I want it when you mean it, okay? So when in doubt, eat vegetables, eat lean meat, eat fruit, eat nuts and seeds. If you're doing that and, and you still need help, I'll help you out. But right now, you're going, I want a nutrition challenge. And I'm going to say, what are you eating right now? And you'll be like, well, I'm not eating. Or you're going to say, fast food, whatever, going out. So The occasional ship lease every couple Until hours. our nutrition seminar at the end of January, vegetables, meat, nuts and seeds, fruit. Stick to that most of the time. The basics. Sprinkle in your other fun stuff, and you'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. Joel, you got anything else? Nope, I do not. Uh, let's wrap it up so Aether can have some fun today. Oh, yeah. we got a great day of programming. Nice little barbell complex. Mm-hmm. Back squats and kettlebell swings. Booty burn. Booty Instagram booty burn. burn. Black Wolf style. All right. That's all I got. That's all we got for today, folks. Thank you for tuning in. You have a fantastic day. This is Coffee and Tacos, episode 35 or 6. Oh, it would be 30, 35 point something because Adriana was uh, 34. Goodness, I forget. It's thirty. Yeah, it's thirty-five point five. Episode mid thirties. <laughs> Episode mid thirties. All right, y'all. Goodness. We'll, we'll see you next week. See you next week.